Welcome to the Whiskey and Coffee Podcast. I'm Drew. I'm Durden. And we've been friends for over 20 years, and we enjoy sharing stories while drinking our favorite drinks. Whiskey for me. Coffee for me. So let's get to talking. Durden, what the hell are you doing? Putting just as the show is open, the opening was playing. I'm having technical difficulties over here <laughs> because, God forbid, I try to take off my jacket. Oh Lord, it's a little bit warm. We're good now. <laughs> there We're we good go. Now. It's like what the hell. All right, <laughs> we'll try this it got again. Uh, Durden, what are you drinking? Well, clearly I'm drinking coffee, but I might need to switch to alcohol after that. <laughs> I, I was just trying to take my jacket off and. The microphone went everywhere. The headset went everywhere. It, it got bad over here for about three seconds. <laughs> right when it didn't need to. Right when uh, yeah. timing is a thing. I, I'm sorry. No, I was I like, oh, you're it. playing the open. I got 15 seconds to take off my jacket. <laughs> Clearly, that was the wrong choice to make. <laughs> but no, I got Maxwell House over here because that's what was made. And I didn't feel like making anything else. There you go. There you go. How about you, sir? Uh, I am I am just drinking makers uh, straight to uh, try and numb my feelings. Uh, you're killing the pain, huh? Uh, I guess. I, uh, we'll, we'll we're call okay. It that. Don't we're, we're all right. We had a bad uh, game. Unfortunately, man. it was the championship game. <laughs> <laughs> picked a picked a hell of a time to look we down at your jerseys and go, "Oh, game. look, we're Georgia. We haven't shit the bed yet this season." Uh, you know. Ugh. We're all right. We're still in the playoffs. We're we the projection is we're gonna play Michigan. We're better yeah. than Michigan. Yeah. Um we should This we is should. wrestling booking one oh one, man. That's all this is. They won the intercontinental title. We're gonna go in and win the world title from them. Yeah, the only problem is is you know, Saban is like the either I mean, choose your poison, but, either the Ric Flair or the Hogan, and it's a matter of, hey, are we gonna put this guy under or not? You know? But there are factors, man. Like Alabama got embarrassed by Auburn last week and they were pissed off and they wanted revenge. And it could have been any team and they would have blown them out. It doesn't matter what team it was, it just happened to be us. Um So you're saying we should blame Auburn? Yes. I mean, you, you always blame Auburn. If Auburn just had rolled over and died yeah. like they were supposed to, yeah, we'd have had a better shot. Absolutely, we and, could have pl- played our game. Yeah, instead and also, of instead of Auburn exposing Alabama's offensive line and then going, okay, yeah. well, we need to change things, and then they played yeah. the best game they've played all season. Yeah, a hundred percent. Also, Alabama's not a good team. You take away that quarterback, and they'll collapse on themselves. If that quarterback gets injured or gets sick and can't play, they're done. They're not a good team. They didn't beat us. We beat ourselves. We missed routes. We overthrew balls. We busted stuff. We beat ourselves. Um, Also, there's that whole psyche of it's Alabama, and that psychs people out before they even get on the field. Yeah. You know? But we'll we'll be fine because you don't embarrass us twice. If it's us in Alabama in the national championship game, we're going to come pissed off and we're going to get ready for revenge and we're going to beat them. We're I probably not so. going to blow them out. We're not going to blow them out. We're not going to job them, but we're going to beat them. Yeah. And we'll be the national championship. We'll be the national champions. And I don't give a fuck about the conference title. If we won the national title. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We'll, we'll see how it all we'll plays all right. out here. 
you know we'll be all right yeah i mean hopefully cincinnati kills all this and just beats them it well, makes then, it easy for yeah, us jesus uh, with any luck I will be a Cincinnati fan on December 31st. <laughs> Watching the Cotton Bowl. Hey, be brother. A big time Cincinnati fan. Hey, brother. I watched about uh, maybe a quarter and a half of the Cincinnati game just flipping. Mm-hmm. And, dude, they're good. Yeah. I don't know if they're SEC good, but they're right. good. But when you've got two weeks to prep yeah. for one team, there's yeah. a good chance they'll give you the best shot they got. You know, oh, absolutely. And then uh, if absolutely. they survive that, they go on to the next round. Yep. Not nearly as much time to prepare. Nope. But we'll nope. see. So I'm, I'm yeah. hoping for Cincinnati. I'm not saying it's going. I'm, it's probably not going to happen. But yo, you never know. Yeah. Texas AMN did it. So. Yep. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see as we'll it see. as it plays on here. I'm not. I'm not holding too uh, too high a court in it. You know, we'll we'll. I'll reevaluate my feelings in a couple of weeks when, when uh, the bowl games come back around. I've yeah. just uh, got to figure out, you know, I guess as we're recording this is before they're officially announcing the bowls. Uh, we'll figure out what time uh, that game's at. Because, of course, my wife's favorite holiday is New Year's Eve. Of course it is. And these she games do stuff. and these games are supposed Sorry. to be on New Year's Day, but they're on New Year's Eve. And yeah. I'm like great. <laughs> yes. Hopefully we have the three thirty game and it's not a problem. So hopefully oh. they'll they'll put us on uh they'll put us on early instead of the later one, but we'll see. They probably we'll probably get early because if the projections are right, Alabama's gonna be one. Right. Cincinnati's gonna be what, three, two? Cincinnati be four still. Four still we'll okay. be three and we'll Michigan be three, will Michigan. be two. So they'll put Alabama on first, probably. Yeah, which means they'll go on at three thirty. We'll go on at seven. Yeah, which is just awesome, great. Yeah. <laughs> so we got to figure all that out. We got to figure out what what we're gonna do for New Year's I, as well. I'll as, be at the house, or if you want to come by and watch the game with me, feel yeah, free. Yeah, we'll see. I, we'll I see don't do anything on New Year's Eve. She loves uh, New Year's, so and and never, you know she's still gun shy about going out and doing stuff stuff you know with people everywhere so so wait so what are you gonna do well you know throw maybe like a little either throw a little thing here or go to another friend's house who's gonna have some, i don't know dude there's oh. there's there's things to be figured out well, here I mean, if you if you do something at the house you can just have the tv on well yeah i know that but it's, <laughs> I mean, it's the chance of if we're not at the house yeah and then i gotta be the absentee husband who's just like okay i love you bye and I'm standing there at the bar or wherever we are watching this thing <laughs> um, and just completely ignoring my wife until the game's over. And then if we lose, I could be in a shit mood. And boy, that bodes well for everybody hey, involved. It's not your fault, sir. It's the NCAA's fault for booking these games on, on New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Come on. These are blame, New Year's. They're supposed them. to be New Year's Day Bowls. What's going on here? Well, isn't, New, isn't New Year's Day like a Sunday? No, it's a Saturday. It's a Saturday. New Year's Day is a Saturday. New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve is a Friday. Oh fuck! That's the other. I gotta fun work thing. that morning. Yeah, that's I gotta the other work fun. that morning. I'm gonna have to fight staying awake because I gotta go to work in the, that morning. And I gotta yeah. fight staying awake to watch these games. Shit, you might as well come home and take a nap. Yeah, probably. 
I haven't been doing that lately. I've just been going straight through. Ooh, that's brutal. Yeah, you, I know. You, you I took a nap, a nap yesterday, which was unusual. But yeah, you need to be taking naps, sir. I need to just go straight through. Just I, go dude, I've been home. busy. It's been a it's been a busy month. Or November was. I was about but, to say, and we're only five days into this one as of recording. <laughs> I mean, November was busy. I didn't have time to nap. Uh, the first five days of this month has been weird. So yeah, we'll yeah. see. Yeah, I got strange. I got vacation in like two weeks, so that'll be good. You can sleep then, yeah. <laughs> sleep Absolute, through your vacation, thinking, man. No sleep till December twentieth. Oh God. So we'll see. That's healthy. Uh, yep. Yep. So uh, you sent me a thing the other day. I sent you a thing. It was my phone. Oh, my phone's over there. But you uh, sent I, me a I, thing. You got it on yours. I got it. Uh, I got it. About uh, the original pitch of All yeah. in the Family. So I'm reading, uh, you, I think it's one document I love to read on, on the podcast. I, I think, think I so too, reading, yeah. Reading. So I'm reading the uh, History of Television. Ah. Or volume one. Volume one, yeah. I, volume I imagine one. There's, like th- there's three volumes. I'm Only three? Wow. Two. So far, I'm trying to find the other two. I, can't I feel find like this them. could be like... An encyclopedia kind of scenario. Well, I mean, there's several it's, it's tomes. Older. Oh yeah, I mean it's an older book. It was a, it's a few years old, so the other ones are newer. Oh. But if anyone knows where I can find volume two and three of the history of television, tweet me, Wrestling Agent D. Uh, but you know they had this whole chapter on Jackie Gleason. I'm a huge Jackie Gleason fan. I read a lot about Jackie Gleason, right. and I thought I had read everything and knew most things about him. I did not know this. In 1968. They pitched him the original, the original British sitcom of it's called "Till Death Do Us Part," right. which became All in the Family. Right, that's what All in the Family they, was based on. Yeah, right. So they offered it to him first, and Jackie Gleason turned it down because he said that it was just an All in the Family ripoff. Oh, no, it was a uh, honeymooners ripoff. Honeymoon, honeymooners ripoff. I'm sorry. Yeah, yes, it was a honeymoon. It was just he a rejected All in the Family as a second rate honeymooners is the what is written in the book here. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's pretty fascinating to me, actually. Um, I definitely would not say that all in the family is a second rate honeymooners. No. Now, now it could have been if Gleason was cast because there could have been a bias to build it around a Ralph Cramden like character instead of creating Archie Bunker as they did. Or maybe the pitch they gave him was a second-rate honeymooners ripoff right right you never know yeah they pitched it bad right um but that got me thinking what if like other celebrities turned down starring roles in sitcoms and they went to different celebrities like what if jerry seinfeld became the danny tanner character in full house (laughs) you know right just it doesn't have to be that just you know i don't know if that's true or not just as an example so I thought we we would like maybe fantasy book who we would. I, don't know. I think it would be sitcom. interesting. I think it, it could be very interesting um, when you're changing the stars of a of a sitcom because some of them it, it depends. So let's take for the sake of what we're doing here. Let's or if ignore. You just know of any? No, I was to say off the top of my head. Yeah. But uh, if let's let, let's say uh, for argument's sake here that. Uh, Bill Cosby was not a serial rapist. Um, yes. That we're still dealing with the Bill Cosby we knew of in 2003 or something. So 
you know, it it would be interesting. Like the Cosby Show wouldn't definitely wouldn't be the same if it wasn't if it didn't have Bill Cosby. Considering it was mostly based on his life. Yeah. You know, and uh, I mean, a lot of his stand up and stuff like that. I'm not sure, you know, if you if he still even wrote it, you know, if he was still like the producer and he wrote it, but he didn't star in it. They cast someone else. Like Eddie Murphy. Sure. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Who would have yeah. been a massive star at that time. Right. Um, if they cast Eddie Murphy in that. I don't know that that show still works because yeah. I don't know that, especially 1980, whatever, 82 Eddie Murphy <laughs> coming yeah. off of Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Um, you're talking he's like 19 or 20 years old. I don't know that he has that same sensibility that Bill Cosby brought as a grown man, you know, who has been through some life experiences and stuff. Um, and I definitely think their comedies would not have meshed, you know, no. but it would, no, well, I still find it interesting that there might be this alternate universe where something like that has happened. Yeah. Well, and, the, and two Cosby and Murphy didn't like each other. So, well, yeah, there's that. Uh, you know, what if George Carlin was the Alan Thick character in Growing Pains? You know, <laughs> now that's some fantasy fucking booking. I'm just, um, I'm just throwing shit out there. I don't know. Um, that is some fantasy fucking booking right there. That that, that cracks me up. Let's see here. Uh, I'm just doing a quick Google search. Okay, yeah. so, well, unfortunately, this is more movies than it is TV shows. Right. This list that I'm going to rattle off here, but I'll yeah. rattle a few off. All right, Forrest Gump. If it, It's supposed to be Travolta. Travolta turned it down. Yeah. Legally Blonde. Christina Applegate turned down the role of Elle Woods. Uh-huh. I don't think that movie works without Reese Witherspoon. No. Uh, uh-uh. probably wouldn't have worked with Travolta either. To be honest with you, I would be interested Indeed. to see Travolta's take. Yeah, but it definitely would not have the same feeling. Nah, I think it'd be harder. I don't think it'd be as, as loved. Yeah, I think he'd have to bring an edge to it. Exactly, I think so too. Uh Pretty Woman. Burt Reynolds turned down the Richard Gere role. Oh. Nice. Yeah. I that would be crazy. Yeah, wouldn't it? I don't I don't yeah, I don't think that plays. It'd be more that, southern than it would be. Yeah, I don't think that plays Nah. It would be too southern. I don't know. I, I just can't I can never see Burt Reynolds being suave in any way, shape, or form. No. It also has here that there's a rumor that Burt turned down the opportunity to play James Bond. Because he didn't think people would accept an American 007. I've heard that. I've heard them that they taste they tested uh, James Brolin back in the day. I heard that too. Yeah. yeah, they tested James Brolin and everyone liked him and thought he could play the part. This was after I think Connery was leaving. But they just were like, Bond's got to be British. He can't be American. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why they moved on. Silence of the Lambs, Michelle Pfeiffer turned down the Clarice Starling role. She's been okay. 
She would have been fine in that role. I think it would have been interesting, but I, I don't. Yeah, it's so funny. Some of these things are just so. Yeah. That's iconic. Booking, yeah. Um, I've heard this one. Will Smith turned down the role of Neo in the Matrix. Yeah, yeah I heard that. He also turned down Django, the role of Django in Django yeah. Unchained. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow turned down the role of Rose in Titanic. Oh, that'd been horrible. She wouldn't have been good at all. I don't think she'd have been good for that. I don't think it would have worked. No. Tom Cruise turned down the role of, uh, Wren in Footloose, the Kevin Bacon role. Julia Roberts turned down the role that Gwyneth Paltrow played in Shakespeare in Love. That's a good move. Uh, let's see. Burt Reynolds turned down the role of Han Solo. Heard that. In Star Wars. See, I think if you'd have gotten a Burt Reynolds in that first one, you never would have gotten him in any of the sequels. Probably not. I think he'd have gotten too big because, I mean, that's right about when he's about to blow up. Yeah. Emma Watson turned down the Emma Stone role in La La Land. Probably good move on her part for turning it down. The movie was was not great. So amongst the people who turned it down, Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, and Matt Damon turned down the lead roles in Brokeback Mountain. Mm-hmm. Angela Bassett turned down Halle Berry's role in Monsters Ball. Oh shit! That I, that actually would have been interesting to see. Yeah. And, That'd be a whole different role, man. Yeah. And Mel Gibson turned down the role of Maximus in Gladiator. Oh, shit. That would have been crazy. He was probably to too see. old at that point. Wouldn't he have been older at that point, though? Uh, I mean, yeah, he's old. he would have been, you know, older than Crow it's, was. I mean, I don't know. It's 21 years ago. I don't know. I feel yeah. like he would have been too old. Well, that's just me. Let's see what this one is. A major movie and TV roles. Let's see if we can find oh. anything new in this one here. Uh, Zachary Levy turned down the role of Star-Lord in Guardians of the Galaxy. There you go. I, I barely know who that guy is, but sure. Wasn't he? He was Chuck in Chuck, wasn't he? I have, I, he played Shazam sure. in the Shazam movies. I I know those are words, but I don't understand <laughs> them. <laughs> uh, I think he plays Kurt Warner in that new movie about American Underdog or whatever. Oh, is that movie about Kurt Warner? I saw the preview for that. I yeah, it's it about, about Kurt Warner. Yeah. Oh, okay. Anthony Michael Hall turned down the role of Ferris Bueller. Oh, nice. I thought everybody turned that role down, though. Could have been. Because yeah, I, I know James Spader turned it down too. Madonna apparently turned down the role in The Matrix. Oh. I guess it's Trinity. Gabrielle Union turned down a role in The Matrix. Damn. Fuck you, Matrix. Nobody can figure that one out. I guess not. J- up, up, advertisement. Get out of here, advertisement. Uh oh. Uh oh yeah, Beyonce and Will Smith were supposed to play the 
lead roles in the Star is Born remake. That was oh. that was before Bradley, Bradley Cooper, Cooper got, got involved. Um, what's his name was making it. Uh, oh God, uh, Clint Eastwood was gonna make it. Oh, oh, yeah, that would have been rough. That have been. I, I'm interested. I'd like to see that version. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I, I understand that. That would have been rough. Here's a good one for you, Ray okay. Liotta. Turned down the role of Ralphie Cifaretto in The Sopranos. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, Ralph was a hard guy. Ray may not have been able to pull that off. Yeah, Joe Pantoliano was fantastic. In that yeah, movie. he was. And they cut his fucking head off. Yep. Jake Gyllenhaal was supposed to be Hansel in Zoolander, or turned it down. Wow. Oh. That's different. Yeah, there's some interesting things that just, you know, people. Uh... But, dude, all that would have made the movie so different. Like, I know. They, they all just the take TV on. TV shows or whatever. Yeah. Take on this different look. Deborah Winger was supposed to play Dottie in a thing, in a league of their own. Ugh. Oh. Right? Oh. And I'm not a big Gina Davis fan either, but oh. <laughs> So not only would you have had Christina Applegate in Legally Blonde, but Paul Bettany was supposed to play Luke Wilson's role in Legally Blonde. That's such he, a, remind that's, me. Paul Bettany, he was, uh, I mean, now he's most known as Vision in the Marvel cinematic uh, I, stuff. I, I don't watch Marvel. But he, uh, the breakout role that I remember him from was the A Knight's Tale. Okay. With uh, Heath Ledger. Guy? He was the no, blonde. Like He was like the MC who came out and like announced him to everything. Okay. Oh, I vague, vaguely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, he's been in a bunch of other stuff. He's a really good character actor. But, yeah, that one's actually pretty damn interesting. I knew about Tom Selleck and in Indiana Jones. I knew about yeah. that one. Vigo Mortensen is Wolverine. Ooh. Interesting. Ooh. Rob Lowe was supposed to play Dr. Shepard, Derek Shepard on Grey's Anatomy. McDreamy. Oh. I can see Rob Lowe in that role. Yeah. James Marsden was supposed to be a stripper in Magic Mike. I cannot see that. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I cannot see that at all. Sorry, James. Devin Sawa was originally considered to play Anakin Skywalker. Interesting. George Clooney in the notebook. Hey, speaking of Clooney, did you see the thing this week where he's turned down $35 million for one day's work? Because apparently he has enough money in life. Oh, I need Clooney money. <laughs> How do I get Clooney money? Somebody work lying. out somebody work that out for me. How do I get Clooney money? I, I mean, need Clooney I, money. I guess come up with a alcohol company and then sell it. That's true. He did. He did. He had a tequila company, right? Yeah. Yeah. Him and a bunch of other of his rich friends, and they all sold it and made a mint. So Clooney doesn't have to work for the rest of his life. Nope. He just sits in his fancy house in, I don't know, Italy Man, or somewhere. I get he's got a ton of money. I understand that. But $35 million for what, eight or 12 hours? Yeah. Come on, man. That, yeah. Maybe if I had Clooney money, I'd feel differently. Exactly. I, I think that's what it comes down to. You got to have yeah. that Clooney money, apparently. 
Apparently, I'd like the opportunity to see if I turned down the thirty-five million right. one day. Somebody job. put me in that situation, please. Because yeah. you know I'm not that greedy of a human no. anymore. So you'd have to see. Like I don't know how much he's worth, but let's just say four hundred fifty million dollars, and I'd be able to turn down a thirty-five million dollar job for one day. Yeah, payday. Mm. Yeah. Because it was like a commercial. It wasn't even anything big. Like, what yeah, it was it like was, a, Jap- a Japanese commercial. No, it was How like they get for so an airline, American. I think. Oh. But he said like he wasn't a fan of the airline politics. Well, it was like a, it was a foreign airline. It wasn't yeah, an American. Yeah. But yeah, but still, he turned down thirty-five million dollars for one day's work. Yep. That's that. Ah, I want to be in that situation. That's fucking boss, is what that is. Isn't it? Is that still a phrase that's used? It needs to come back because that's fucking boss. Yeah, it is. That's a boss move. What movie was he turning down? The Notebook. Oh. Yeah, he'd been in the Ryan Gosling role in The Notebook, which I think he'd have been too old for. That's what I was thinking. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, he's like in that middle zone. He couldn't have played. The older version of Noah no. in, in, in the James Garner one. He's too young for that. Yeah. And he's too old to play Ryan Gosling. Oh. But yeah, that's what it was. Oh. George Clue's a damn good actor. He's not a bad actor. He, does, he, he hasn't st- done much lately. What did he start out on? What was that show? He started on Roseanne. No, he was. No, it was uh, Charles in Charge or Facts of Life. <sighs> Facts, of life. Facts of Life. Yeah. It was the Facts of Life. Yeah. And then he went to Roseanne, and then he went to ER. But before all that, he was in Return of the Killer Tomatoes. There you go. You got to start somewhere, man. You got to start somewhere. You got to start somewhere. It's a good good fucking cult movie. It's terrible. It's funny as shit. Unintentionally funny as shit. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But goddamn, it's funny. Yeah, you should check that out. Well. Yeah, everybody. I'm not sure if this is the best show we've ever done, but it definitely, I don't think it was the worst. Uh, so, we've done worse. We'll do worse, trust me. <laughs> we've got worse <laughs> coming up. So you folks stay tuned just in case you catch our worst you know show what? we've ever done. You know what? Everybody's vying to be the best podcast ever. What if we vie to be the worst podcast That's ever? That's right. We're striving to be the worst podcast ever. So you guys here anywhere to where you can vote for the worst podcast ever, by all means, put in the Whiskey and Coffee podcast. Any publicity is good publicity. That's what I'm talking about. We'll see you all next week.